welcome, welcome to the What's Next Hotter Than Hell podcast. Welcome! We're out here in the car bar where it is a nice temperature. Yep. But like this Probably is got it down to, what do you think, about 82 in uh, here? Yeah, I would guess doors open late May. <laughs> right. Yeah. When we don't Not this May. This May was brutal. When we don't open the doors in May? No. No, we got it cooled down. It's a very acceptable level. Uh, it's going to take a few more of these cold slappies yeah. to so, uh, keep things entertaining. So, Dave, when you own two homes and one of them is in a different location, yes. sometimes you're alerted to the news by your friends and family who call concerned. About your other location yeah. or your current location? Blair, are you in St. Louis? I heard there's flooding. Is everything okay? And I'm like, oh, Googling, like, floods in St. Louis. Is <laughs> my house floating down the Missouri? I, and I was uh, actually jealous. You know, I was like, oh, rain? 11 inches in an hour sounds amazing. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, please, send it on yeah. down. Just watch my garden just go on to Holiday Lane, you know. <laughs> But, uh, no, I was not there, and uh, the house was fine. Well, at least it's 102 in Portland. Yeah. So all the folks that are out there defunding the police, <laughs> or they can't even stand to hold up their sign yeah, or wear their toboggans yeah, and shit. It, it, we'll defund the police when it's a little cooler. Yes. you got to find <laughs> shade. More like September. This feels like a September riot. Don't you think just the West Coast has been a little ruined? Well, yeah. used to be such a magical place. Yeah, and it still is. Like, Bandon Dunes is still great. Yeah. There's places in Oregon, just not Portland. <laughs> we spent two weeks in California. Couldn't have loved it anymore. Had a blast. Because you weren't in L.A. Didn't go to L.A. <laughs> Didn't, Didn't go, go to San, San Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> yeah. And just stuck to the smaller towns. <laughs> yeah, just brutal. I mean, it is what it is. They they created their own hellhole. Yeah. By the way, there you go. Speaking of creating your own hellhole, okay. David Ballou recommended to me a book called yes. "The Creature from Jekyll Island." Other, th- other than <laughs> you son of a bitch, the Teddy Roosevelt biography. It is the slowest reading book of all First time. First off, it's perfect if you want to go to sleep. Yes. It, it, but it is wildly interesting, and it's super factual. It is the scariest book I've ever read. It is how America was really built. If you think we live in a free economy, read this book. <laughs> yes. And you'll realize you are insane. The government owns all of our homes. <laughs> the government owns all of our banks. The government owns. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, when and you yet, get, when you we're get done with that book, we're going to do the whole review. But it is it's how shit really gets done. No one picks the president. There's 10 people, they all meet in a hotel in Virginia, <laughs> and they pick our next president. I haven't got to that part of the book yet. I'm still on the, if you, if you think that you're, you own your home, you're insane. The government owns your home. If you think the bank owns your, your home, you're insane. The, the, government the government owns the bank that owns your home. So the Federal Reserve was created just to control all the monies. All the monies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That book socialism. Was, that book was turned. Or David Del Dotto, who owns Del Dotto Vineyard, uh-huh. said, "You guys are from Texas. You have to read this book. Oh. You will absolutely love it." I'm losing my mind reading it's it. So dude. great. It is torturous. It is. Uh, oh, what was the Kevin Spacey show? 
Oh, yeah, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. It's House of Cards in a book. Yeah. And, and from 1910, where from 1910. the actual J.P. Morgan is screwing yes. you. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> not modern-day J.P. Morgan corporate. It's not the CEO of J.P. <laughs> no. It's J.P. It's J.P. himself. As you look over your shoulder and wonder who's doing it. And Chuck Swab <laughs> yeah. is right there sitting next to him. Hey, Chuck, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The Rockefellers, everybody's in it, and they're all just figuring out a way to control the banks. All the money. Yeah. Insane. I knew you were going to like it. They took a secret train and everything, but enough about that. It's made, hold on, just real quick. Okay. It's made me look at the 2008 bailout a whole lot different. <laughs> I can tell you that. You think if JP and Chuck were alive, they would have done the exact same thing? <laughs> My God in heaven, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, for those of you listening, if you want the f most frightening book ever, and maybe we'll, like you said, we'll do a book review total, yeah. but oh my gosh, The if, Creature from Jekyll Island. If you can get to chapter three, you will be scared out of your wits. Uh, I think I'm on chapter four, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm already <laughs> properly scared. Because <laughs> they control it. So you said in a text message, hey... Let's spend some time after the podcast yeah. and play Bones. Yeah, play dominoes, some dominoes. Yep. Throw some rocks. Because that is a art form that unfortunately is dying. Yeah, I remember Not my... Not everywhere, but... I remember my mom, my grandmother, excuse me, played Canasta yep. as a kid. And and that's dead. I don't know anyone who plays Canasta. No, I don't... Stacy never goes, no, um, go ahead and get your own dinner because I'm going to Canasta night. No. No. It gone. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go meet the ladies and play bridge. Nope. Bridge is gone. Uh, bridge is gone. <laughs> Divinity has a candy. We've <laughs> yeah. mentioned that before. As soon as my grandmother passed away, Divinity went to shit. Yeah. So Domino's, I think, outside of the Dixie Chicken and a couple places online, seems to be pretty dead. The kids aren't playing it, Dave. No, they have tournaments, and my kids know how to play only because they were forced to. Um, they've taught their friends how to play. I've explained it to several people. You know, if they ask, hey, I know you play dominoes. Can you tell me the ins and outs? Yeah, and they're more like, well, I'm busy throwing this ping pong into this cup. Yes. Yeah. As I throw the ping pong, do I add all the numbers or just some of the numbers? When you said bid, I went to sleep emotionally <laughs> because I'm throwing this ping pong ball in this cup. My buddies from uh, back in... May from Alabama, mm -hmm. Mike Coleman and Paul Harris, they came in. They want to learn how to play five count. I say, perfect. We're at the chicken. I know it's odd that they came to DFW to go to the Fort Worth <laughs> Ducks Unlimited deal, and we ended up in College Station. But well, that's it, a whole It definitely sounds like they're story. hanging out with Dave, that's for sure. <laughs> well, hold on. I want to take you out to lunch at a little place, yeah. get the Freddy special. So we're, we're playing dominoes, and the greatest thing is when you take people that are really good in math, but they, ha they can't remember which one's the count. So they're like, woohoo, 15. And I was like, well, what about this three on this end? Everyone forgets That's the 18. spinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they keep trying to count the spinner even when it's covered up. And, yeah, it, it is a way to show a little skill and grace because, yeah, yeah the newbie is, is confused. Yeah. We were at – I met some friends for a beer on Tuesday, and one of the friends just met – a Cuban who plays double nine, chicken foot, whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. That's not dominoes. Boy, when we when we hang out with the Brindleys, yeah, we're playing chicken foot every uh, time. We that's love not it. Dominoes. 
Wait, it is played with dominoes. Yes, but, but it's, it's not, not five dominoes. Count. Yeah. yeah. So she was asking me how to play 42. I oh, said, Oh, the holy grail. I said, Okay, the easiest way to understand this is do you play spades? Yeah, that's the easiest. She said, Yes. I said, If you win your bid, then you get to name the spade. So it's like playing spades, but if you win the bid, you could say hearts or spades. Yep. She was like, Oh, that totally makes sense. I was like, I know. <laughs> I know. I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> so five count is usually how you grow up as a young It teaches you to count. It teaches you to count. For and sure. And it teaches you to think about what's in the other person's hand. Yeah. You've That's always the most been important part. way better at that than me. Yeah. Well, I've been doing it since I was four. Yeah. So. You're like halfway through the game, I always look at the, look at you and like a little twinkle hits your eyes. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I got that. Um, the other thing about the game that is interesting is, or that makes it difficult is the bidding process is so much different than spades. Yeah. Spades is a little simple. Like how many tricks can I pick yeah. up in 42? You got to catch count. Totally math. Yeah. Cause you got to know if I'm going to lose five plus one trick, I can't go 32. And the thing about you that is, a, frustrating when you first start playing with you, and then, B, you just kind of figure it out after ha enough reps. But if you think you can win three hands, you're bidding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're it, like, I can see how I'd win three of these. <laughs> I so got 30. My partner's got something. Yeah. You can always depend on your partner for one or two. Yeah. So I grew up watching my, my grandfather. They played five count on the first Monday of the month, and they played 42 on the third Monday of the month. All right, so, that's interesting. So he had a group of guys that they loved to play dominoes. Same guys. Same three or same four. And they would they would rotate the house that they stayed at. And then, you know, they'd have popcorn and iced tea, which sounds terrible. Well, we grew up around a lot of sober <laughs> people, Dave. But no one's had a more sober childhood than So you when and they I. would play five count, I would learn that game because when I was staying with my grandparents. And then as he started playing 42 – I would just listen and watch, and I'd be like, why did that guy say 36? Yeah. And I was like, oh, because he has one off, but it's not going to lose any points. I got yeah. you. If you got okay. one off and, and you've got the, the tens, yeah. and you're only worried about losing five, you're all right. Really but, but man, oh, man, I, the, the, I think the hardest thing to tell people about 42, in my estimation when I'm teaching someone, okay. is you cannot be iffy on sixes fours or fives no you can't like no. those two those three numbers will screw you if you got the five blank and you don't have the five five Ooh. then you're done you and you're you're bidding 30 it makes me think of raising arizona you got table and no chairs you got dick you yeah. got tables and chairs you got you yourself set tea. <laughs> so the spades comparison makes it a lot easier if you don't know how to play spades then just watching people play and that's what we ended up doing i ended up Kyle knows how to play, and I invited over Fireman Chuck and another buddy of mine. And I was like, okay, just watch. I said, but that doesn't mean just enjoy the Wayland Jennings on vinyl that I'm going to play while we're playing. <laughs> actually pay actually attention. Actually pay attention. And that's the hardest part. Well, especially for the modern day. But if, but if you watch people play, after about three hands or four hands, you go, oh, okay, I think I got this. So I – I had never played more than the four years I lived with you. Okay. That, that's the peak. But during the pandemic, 
we started playing a lot. Okay. We played 42 and spades. And every once in a while, my niece, because remember, Lauren lived here during the right. pandemic. And it'd be me, her, Andrew, and Don. And we would be in the middle of a hand, and we had been drinking. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, a it little bit. It was the bit. pandemic. Yeah, it was pandy. Unprecedented times. And I remember her looking up from her thing of dominoes and going, are we playing spades or dominoes? And I go, <laughs> look, look down, there's dominoes in front of you. She goes, oh, okay. So spades. <laughs> Yeah, during the pandemic, we chose families to hang out, and 42 was a gigantic player. Yeah. Especially before we could start getting in the pool, because it was, there wasn't shit to do. There was no Ranger game. I'd already finished Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, working on Amazon Prime, got to the end of that one. Chipping away, chipping away. (laughs) Yeah. I've watched every duck hunting show in the history of duck hunting shows. I was like, what else is there to do? Yeah, we we didn't watch that much television during the pandemic because it was freaking depressing. Yeah. So, yeah, we played a ton. And, me- God dang it, unlike this year, the weather was beautiful in yeah. 2020 in Texas, man. So when you grow up Church of Christ like we did, yep. then you had to know how to play cards and dominoes because at the church socials, at yeah. the devotionals, at camp, you it's had to play. And if you didn't know how to play, you were ostracized. So was it? Was it the greatest generation? Was it the World War II guys that, that learned to play it? Like who? I, I think so. Because that's where I learned it was Leon Reese, who yeah. was the greatest generation. He I, served. and I think, I think the reason they switched to dominoes in the old CFC is because cards were considered evil poker. Oh, right, yeah. And so. And it caused you to sin. Yeah. The dominoes mean, keep you clean. If you try to get 21 with only three or four cards, you might go to hell. Right, yeah, for but, sure. But if you bid on dominoes, no problem. Jesus You're likes good. dominoes. Jesus loves the double five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had it on his bumper sticker. So just growing up, so you and I both played with one of the elders at our church. Yeah. That was awesome. We'd go out there and have a – So I wouldn't say sit through the devotional, but we would struggle through, <laughs> pay attention, <clears throat> whatever it took to get to the domino game. So – for those of you scoring at home, this guy was so cool. How do you, you know, when you're a kid, everyone old looks crazy old. How right. old do you think Leon was when we knew him? So at that point, he was in his 60s. He was already retired. Yes, he was already retired from Texaco. Yeah. And he, he had a basketball court in his basement. In his basement. In a, a basement in Texas, by the way. Yeah, one of four. <laughs> right. In all of Terry <laughs> County. That he built himself. That he built himself. Yeah. He, a half-court basketball. It was awesome. He was so cool. And by the way, if you're picturing this at home, the real backboard, like the glass backboard Straight that you would up. see at the NBA. Straight like, up. It was so badass. And he was the first human to shoot a jump shot yeah. at ACU. Yeah. That was one of his claim to fame. As a free throw. A lot of people shot jump shots, but not as a free throw. They would do underhand free throws. No one was shooting oh, in during the game. Overhead. Yeah, he did an overhead shot. I thought he was the first person to shoot. I thought everybody did set shots. <laughs> when they would just block them well, if they were all doing granny shots during a game. No, no, a jump <laughs> shot. Oh, so he was the first. First o- one during a free overhand throw. Overhand free throw. Yeah, remember Happy Days where they would do the well, uh, yeah, underhand? No, I, yeah. no, I still shoot the underhand. <laughs> right. Well, Nobody can block that During shoot. a game of horse, that's the move. <laughs> if you're not being guarded. But, yeah, he was first guy. So we played bones with him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we would have long 42 runs out there. I remember many a time 
having to use his home phone because there were no cell phones no then cell phone. to call my parents and say, hey, it's going to be maybe 10, 30, or 11. Yes. And they didn't care because I was at no. Leon Reese's yeah, you're house. at the elder's house. And I would drink six to eight Dr. Peppers. I mean, I would destroy Dr. Peppers. I should have known <laughs> that once I had access, you know, access to alcohol, it would go the this same way. This is how it's going to work. <laughs> right. So, but we would play, and then... And his... His uh, his old lady Iris Iris would holler out the uh, Ranger scores to yes. you. Yes, she would be like, "It's five to four. <laughs> I'm like, "Nice, boy, five to four. That hits a little home right now." As we're on a six-game losing streak by one <laughs> one run every game. So then, once we got into school, and we played all through high school, but once we got into school, it was every night at 11 p. We would play 42 my freshman year. Yeah. So it was me, Tony Fillmore, Joe Talent, and Shane Daniel. Okay. And so we would play every single – everybody's like, study so we can come back. All right, so let me think about this. All right. You, yep. Tony Fillmore. Yes. Who are the other two? Shane Daniel. Shane. And me. Oh, Joe Talent. It was Tony Fillmore good? Because he's super smart. Yes. Okay. Very, very good Bones player. Was he the, Still is. Was he the best of y'all? No. Who was the best? Me. Well, obvious. <laughs> I had 20 years on him, and I was 18. Of the other ones. I did, no no uh, one in the audience thought you were going to give props to someone else. No, no, no. Tony was very, very good. He yeah. was number two. Joe was very, very good because he grew up Baptist, but his parents played. And he ended up working in finance for his career. Shane could not figure out, don't <laughs> bid 32 if you have the double five. I mean, if you have the blank five in your hand. So he fell for the th same thing I'm talking Every about. Every time. Yeah. Well, anytime you he ain't got the five five, don't anytime bid. he bid thirty two, I said, Shane, if you have the blank five, <laughs> you're gonna buy lunch tomorrow because I'm gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> now and that's the did. one lesson. So then we start playing at the chicken. It was hard to play at the chicken when we were younger. When you're underage you and stuff, that. yeah. So we would always play before we went out. Okay, so I played a ton in high school with Leon Reese all yeah. the way through my senior year. Freshman year, I don't think I played at all at, at Abilene Christian. And yeah. when I moved back in with you, we played five count a whole bunch. Because there was only two of us. Yeah. But then when we turned 21, we of course, I was 21 points. all four years of college because I had my brother's <laughs> ID when, when you finally turned 21. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little known fact. Yeah. Even though I'm a year younger, yeah, younger we, than you, I turned uh, 21 three and years ago. we played a you. little bit of 42 at 707, but it was harder to get a game. But when we would play at chicken uh, – that's when the stakes rose. Yeah. Because um, we, uh, we would play for money. And uh, it was kind of uh, one of those deals where every once in a while you, you might skate on the edge. Yeah. Uh, you of might take your electricity money. Are there. we going to be able to make yeah. our bills or will these guys kick our ass? Yeah. Will this end up in a fight? We never did get in a fist fight over no. it. We we did get accused of cheating. Yeah. And at that time we weren't. <laughs> so I tell Fireman Chuck all the time, I was like, dude, we loved summer because that's when the fire school was oh, in. We could take those firemen for and all those their money. Firemen would come in and swill that cheap beer. Have you ever met a group of hornier, hotter uh, and I don't mean hot like good looking, yeah. just they had been out in the sun in Texas fighting fires all day. All they wanted to do was swill beer because it was oh inexpensive and get their ass kicked by us. <laughs> so. We couldn't wait to get there and play dominoes <laughs> every night.
in the fall, it was a lot different because run into other people that could play. Yeah, and it's also hard to get a table in the fall because it's so dang packed. But yeah. That's something like Morgan's at Purdue, you know, as you know. Summer there, it's an engineering school. Everyone's doing a co-op or an internship or something. It's like desolate. So it's no fun at all. Well, that's kind of how A&M was when we were there. I liked it, was it awesome. that way. Me too. I was like, thank God. Of course, she's left. not 21, so that's yeah. probably the issue. So next Everybody's summer, she'll probably like, like it. No one's here. Yeah, I love the summers in college, man. That was my favorite time You know what be the there. best part about waiting an hour to get into a restaurant? Nothing. Yeah. No one likes that no. shit. Well, hold on. Hold. Everyone tap the if brakes. If you're at a Mexican food Joe restaurant. Joe T. Garcia. <laughs> is, uh, if you got to wait, you like it because you get the Margos. So then once we got out of school, we still played quite a bit. If we were visiting on weekends and blah, blah, blah. Then nothing. Yeah. It, I, I went a good 10 years. When I moved out to Florida, didn't play. Arizona, yeah. I didn't play. The And quite frankly, I'm not playing right now. You know, I, that's kind of why I was like, we should start playing because I, I miss Domino's. I love it. I play on the iPhone, but the computer's just not good. No, the computer sucks. I had that iPhone app for 42 for a long time, yeah. and then I – Convince myself I'm the world's best. Yeah, no, but, I, and yeah. I only played five count on the phone, and I still it's not fun. Once you I'm figured like, out the algorithm, why would you? Why would you play the three two? You yeah. know I got the double tray. By the way, speaking of the three two, I uh, when we played in college, you played where you could lead the three two and get five points, and you're on the board. Have you played that you have to score ten in order to score? Yes, that First. is the new rule at the chicken. Okay. Yeah, you have to put 10 points to get on the board. No, it what you it used did to play. Be, it. Yeah, you used to play five. Look, I'm here to tell the public that you did used to leave with 3 2 because you yeah. used to play it and then you'd say the same thing every time. Do you remember what you'd say when you Last played? Last person that scored off that is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the 3 7 don't exist, the no. 2 8 don't exist. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> we did used to play that way. Um,. Now, no sevens, force Nello, that's kind of the norm. Yeah. When my grandfather played, they played sevens and Nello. I was like, you can get Nello every single time. It's yeah. just not fun. They had no rules on Nello. Just bring out your Nello yeah. whenever you wanted. I mean, they played, you had to go two marks to go sevens or Nello. But yeah. And uh, for those of you scoring home, Nello means you go the entire hand without, and winning, without winning one single trick. And your partner plays zero. Oof. He lays them down. Yeah. You're, you don't get any help <laughs> from your partner. <laughs> they're, they're laid down. They splish, splash, follow me. All of that is out the board. At the chicken, you play dominoes. Oh, you, you can't do dom- follow me? So follow me is you, you don't declare a trump. It's just yeah. whoever leads, whatever that domino is, yeah. is the trump. I guess, that they, hand. I guess you can't play that there. But They probably no, call it no trumps. Play. Yeah, no trumps. Or they play, uh, what's the other one? Oh, doubles are a suit of their own. That one's okay. Yeah. Which I never liked that one. No. Seemed kind of cheap. If you have 6-6, six, six, you can chase out a lot of Trump. I mean, a lot of doubles, though. Yeah, but you ought to be able to play your own shit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't mess with my hand here. I've been building this thing. That sounds like I was from Chicago. You ought to be able to play your own shit. <laughs> That's your Chicago accent? <laughs> That's my Chicago accent. I don't even know. I'm not even from around here. I'm from Detroit. Yeah, I'm from the east side of Chicago. I'm here on vacation. <laughs> See the sign says red tip? <laughs> There's nothing better than a vacation quote. They're all good. <laughs> yeah, you can take the whole movie and break it down. My kids, we can be on the way to a restaurant that's two minutes away. 
50 yards. <laughs> the one I use with Morgan all the time is, you see, Russ? Like, <laughs> anytime I'm trying to explain something really basic. By the way, you want a Morgan story? Yeah. So she's driving to Chicago today because tomorrow she's going to Lollapalooza. Okay. And uh, How far is it from Purdue to Chi-Town? Uh, about two hours, but with traffic, two and a half or something. Does so she have a Kevlar vest? <laughs> no. She probably should. She is not. She's staying with friends in the suburbs. Okay. Right. That's so good. she's driving, and the friend sent her the address. So I'm just going to make it up. It's like 429 Covington Road. Okay. So Morgan hits 429 Covington Road. It comes up on her map, and it's about two and a half hours or whatever. She's like, yep, perfect. Sounds great. Starts driving. Well, the address 429 Covington Road is in Chicago, only Google Maps pulled up the one in Terre Haute. And so she drove an hour and a half out of her own way, out of her way. So she turned a two and a half hour journey into a six hour journey. Perfect. Yeah. So there's not, your future heart surgeon. Not thinking that she wasn't going north. No. That, that she was going west. So this was her, she didn't think anything north and west. Okay. okay that's not even in her vocab. <laughs> she thought, this looks a lot different. And then her next thought was, well, the corn is six feet high. And last time I drove it, the corn was low. So of it's course it looks different. different. Oh, this has got to be totally different. Every town different. she's going through is different. <laughs> yeah. It took an hour and a half for it to dawn on her. Wow, this Miller Lite used to have a blue label, and now it's white. <laughs> Whatever. They updated their label. <laughs> yeah, so that's Morgan in a nutshell. Beautiful. Great, well, great discussion. See everybody <laughs> next week. Later. <laughs>